Hey, hey, welcome back to the Career Pact Podcast. My name is Neil Patel. I'm the host of this podcast. And welcome to part two of 22 Lessons in 22 Years, where I break down my top 22 lessons that I've learned over the past 22 years of my life. The episode is exactly about what the title is. Hope you guys enjoy. Let's get into part two. Hey, y'all, welcome back to the Career Pact Podcast. My name is Neil Patel. I'm the host of this podcast. And welcome back to part two of 22 lessons in 22 years and this is the part two version that i'm filming of the lessons that i've learned over the past 22 years of my life and i'm filming it on the same day as my birthday as i'm filming this or recording this i have 16 minutes left until midnight so by the time this episode is over my birthday will be over i think it was great timing we did the first 11 on yesterday's episode so if you guys missed that feel free to go back and check that out before you guys tune into this full episode all right, without further ado, let's finish up the next 11 lessons. Lesson number 12. Hard work alone does not mean you'll make more money or have more success. What this means is to do more smart work, not necessarily hard work, or it's not as big of a priority as smart work. For example, the guy who is a janitor at a local school or a shop or at a mall fast food workers who give you your Taco Bell, your Subway, your Chipotle, the retail employees at Kohl's, Target, all the stores in the mall. Again, the garbage man who picks up your trash every Wednesday, Thursday, whenever your trash day is. They all work very, very freaking hard. Yet all of them are not, according to the numbers, wealthy or as successful as the people who are in all the other professions. What you work on and who you work on it with is what matters. And I feel like it matters a lot more than hard work. This is something that was famous by Naval Ravikant. I feel like aside from him, a lot of people have talked about this as well, is to prioritize working smart rather than working hard. We're not saying that hard work isn't important. It is very fucking important. But smart work is what is a little bit higher on the rank. At the end of the day, the thing that you actually do and who you do it with is what will pay more. And it'll pay off a lot more in the long run. Lesson number 13. Now, don't get me wrong, it is a little bit funny that I just kind of shat on working hard in this past lesson, but it is to work very fucking hard because this is a friendly reminder that nothing is going to happen quick. Hard work will be required. Yes, on the ranks, maybe number one, number two, number three, it's all about working smart, who you should work on it with, what you're working on, but none of that matters if you're not willing to put in the time and actually work really fucking hard. So get to work because what you work on and who you work on it with is at a higher rank than working hard. But these two things, they won't matter if you don't pair it with genuine hard work, just consistent work. I think for anyone who is taking in this lesson or I guess hearing it for the first time, which, you know, maybe 99.99% of you are not because everyone knows about hard work. Hard work should be a commonality. The fact that people think that they can get somewhere and do something by not doing quote-unquote hard work. I just don't think that's true. Hard work will be required, but you should already know that. You should already know that hard work is important, but nothing comes quickly. Literally nothing. Whatever you see that's marketed or advertised otherwise, like it's, it's, it's just not true. Nothing is going to come quick. Hard work, it's going to be in the top five of ranks in terms of what's important to actually get you to like your money goal or what you deem successful. But remember, it's not always the most valuable or important. 
just know that it's common. You got to work fucking hard. Whatever you want to accomplish with the next X amount of time, just expect it to take double. That's a quick little lesson that I've learned is if I want to get something in five years or in 10 years, just expect that it may take double. It may take longer. Lesson number 14, nothing matters and you don't matter. Now, before anyone takes this personally, I'm not saying that, you know, your life doesn't matter or what you do doesn't matter or what your ethics are, morals are, values, they don't matter. No, I'm not saying that. When I say nothing matters or that you don't matter, I say it in a way that the world is a very big fucking place. There's a lot of people, a lot of things, a lot of shit to do, thousands, millions, billions of stars, and this world has existed for God knows how long. I am just one tiny grain of a fucking human being on this planet Earth, and my life is just a very small time in eternity that I have, and that whatever I'm complaining about or worrying about sometimes, it's not that deep. It doesn't need to be made into such a big deal, which I talked about, you know, a couple episodes ago, which I do struggle with. I just have to remind myself sometimes, like, dude, look, I will be fine. This too shall pass. Nothing matters. You don't matter that much at the end of the day. And I have no reason to complain. I don't have a reason to dwell and complain over little things because there's someone out there that has it way more fucking worse than I can imagine. And me understanding that will just help me know that, dude, just snap out of it. Get back to work. You will be fine. This shit that they're worrying about that you think is too hard or that you can't do or that you're doubting yourself or that you're complaining for why shit isn't working out like dude that doesn't that doesn't matter you don't matter focus on what you can control focus on the things that you do have and the things that you can do because you really don't matter lesson number 15 embrace failure embrace failure that may be public even seek failure seek the discomfort i think failure in life is very eminent and it is inevitable if you are playing the game of life in my opinion the right way we will all fail we will all eventually hit a path or a thing that we're doing that's like fuck i wasn't able to get over the hump and you failed at it embrace it failure are the times in your life where the most moments of growth happen it is the season the periods in your life where you learn the fucking most so when I see someone try something and it not work out for them, it's just like, dude, that's okay. Like you tried it and you failed at it. That is amazing. Now you know what you don't want to do with your life. How 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 big of a revelation is that? That you don't have to regret or worry about not trying something. Or like I said, have that regret of 10 years down the line being like, dang, what if I just tried that thing? My life would have looked different. You don't have that. Not having that regret probably brings just a little bit more calmness and peace into your life rather than 10 years going by and you're not doing a damn thing about it. Embrace failure. If it's public, that's okay. Fail publicly. It'll let you know that, again, you really don't matter. People don't give that much of a fuck about you. You don't have to care what people think. You shouldn't really care what people think. And that the thing that you failed at has taught you maybe one or two things a little bit more that you didn't know before you had that failure. Lesson number 16, a quick and simple one. Help people when they need help not when you're able to help them. Sometimes when I'm driving or when I'm in a grocery store and I see someone like struggling, I do everything in my capabilities to go out and help them. Even if I can't like afford it, if I don't have enough money, if I don't have quote unquote the time, just looking at someone, saying hi, smiling, 
giving them a couple dollars, knowing that it's not going to hurt you. Give to others. Give to others as much as you can. I don't have much to say about this because it's such a simple line. So simple. Yet many people just like don't follow through with it. It's like you you are able to help. You don't need a million dollars to help people. You can help people if you have a thousand dollars in the bank, five grand in the bank, five hundred dollars in the bank. You could still do something to make a difference. My dad instilled this trait into me is to help people when they need help. Not when you're able to. Because when you're able to, yes, you'll help. But if you're building that habit of helping people, even when you weren't able to fully help, but you've helped someone because they needed it, it'll become more of a muscle that you'll just innately want to help people for the sake of helping. Not saying, oh no, I can't help this person right now because I don't have enough money or I need to save this for this. Maybe that's me being you know, a little bit outlandish or me being undisciplined with my money. It doesn't always have to be money. It could be charities. It could be donating clothes, whatever it is. Helping people, it won't go unnoticed. And I think the way the universe works, the way energies are, it'll always come back to you in good fortune. At least that's what I think. And I feel like that's what it served me in that way thus far in my life. Lesson number 17, feeling shame and embarrassment at a deep level where you can't really live with yourself anymore is a feeling that'll finally engineer the journey towards change and respecting yourself. I've talked about my struggle with respecting myself and the things that I tell myself and being able to kind of like change certain habits. I think true change will happen once you reach a level of shame, a level of embarrassment, a level of guilt, and a rock bottom that is unbearable for true change to occur. Take that in for a second. No matter how much advice someone is given or no matter how much someone tells themselves something, there is they're not at like a rock bottom enough or at a place of enough guilt or enough shame or enough internal pain that'll make them want to crawl out of that hole and really start rebuilding themselves. It may take months, may take years, it may take decades until someone realizes that. But if you truly want to change, true change will only occur once you reach that fucking rock bottom of a time where it's like, I am too embarrassed to even do anything and I need to change. I know that one is kind of a little bit harsh and kind of, I guess, out there, but I feel like it's the truth. You need a really big rock bottom or a really big experience or event to happen or someone to say something to you. I don't know for true change to really, really start. Lesson number 18, you are not your mind. What I mean by this is your mind loves to tell you things that are not true. This can be a result of previous experiences, trauma, depression, or other things that may have happened. Amongst all that, your mind loves generating a shit ton of thoughts, thousands of them per day, thousands and thousands and thousands of them, a lot of them. Remember that you are not based solely off your thoughts, like your identity is not revolved around what your thoughts are, what they're telling you, what they're saying, whether they're good, whether they're bad, whether you're looming or attaching yourself onto them. Because we have way too many thoughts in our day that we just genuinely don't act on. Like I'm having a thought right now to just like take this water bottle and throw it across the room and make a loud noise. But am I going to act on that? Absolutely not. But I got attached to that thought. And once I got attached to it, I started overthinking that thought. Now I'm thinking about doing it a little bit more the more I'm thinking about it. Like you see how weird that fucking sounds? It's because our mind overthinks so many things. If we learn to 
detach from that, it'll be a lot fucking better because our our thoughts will just start flowing like clouds, like how they're supposed to. But instead of letting them flow, we attach onto them quickly, overanalyzing, overthinking things, not being able to make decisions clearly or rationally. And it all starts from this idea or belief that we are our thoughts or we are the things our mind tells us. It may be true sometimes, but I feel like nine times out of 10, that's just, you know, it's just not true. Your body of work, the things that you've done, the actions that you take, the habits that you build, the habits that you continuously respect on a day in, day out basis, that is who you are every day. So again, remember, you are not your mind. Lesson number 19, my four favorite words that I've tattooed on me. How can I not put this in there as one of my lessons? Keep your feet planted. I'll keep this one relatively quick. Not getting too high, not getting too low. Having humility, being humble, understanding neutrality and moving forward in life. Telling yourself that this too shall pass. Steph Curry is the biggest example and hero for me in terms of this word humility and keeping your feet planted. Obviously him and my father who invented this quote, I guess. But amongst everything that man has accomplished from where he was at his lowest points to his highs, everything he has accomplished, he has remained the same exact person. He has grew, obviously, internally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, all that. But at the core, he is the same kid when he was 18 to, you know, when he when he's now, what, 35, turning 36 this year. Keep your feet planted. Not too high, not too low. Just chill. This too shall pass. When there's good, there'll be a bad. When there's a bad, there will be another good, my friend. Lesson number 20. This one is about relationships that I value. Every strong man needs a stronger woman. And, you know, I can't speak enough about this. The three biggest decisions in your life is what you do, where you live, and who you spend the rest of your life with. And I'm lucky, I am honored, and I'm blessed, and I'm fortunate to have a very, very honorable strong, stronger than me, woman. Having a woman in your life that holds you down, that keeps you accountable, that supports you unconditionally. When I am down, when I'm having a bad day, when I'm doubting things, when I'm being negative sometimes about what I'm doing, why I'm doing it, she is there to let me know that like, dude, this is why you're doing it. You're 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 not remembering your purpose. You're not remembering your mission. And, and outside of work, when it comes with even a relationship or family, making decisions, taking risks, a man who is strong, they need a stronger woman, a woman that supports the man, that constantly reminds the man why they are the, the value behind the things that they bring into not only a relationship, but this life. Once again, I've, I feel like I've talked about this a couple of times in this, these past 157 episodes, the things that... I have learned from being in a relationship for, for this long are things that I feel like I wouldn't have learned if I weren't obviously in a relationship. And I don't learn all those things if I don't have someone to like call me out on my bullshit, someone to really stand up for themselves and tell me like, hey, this is where you need to get better in your life. This is the areas of your life that I feel like you can do a little bit better, give a little bit more effort, maybe put in an extra 10% when I'm putting in 20, things like that. Thus, I feel like a, a strong man needs a stronger woman. Okay, lesson number 21. This one, valuable. Took me a long time to understand this one. 
you need just one supportive person in your life. Your rock, someone that has your back like no other. You don't need 10 friends. You don't need five friends. You don't need 100 people to support you. You just need one person that'll have your fucking back to the moon and back. It's such a simple lesson. I feel like the world nowadays, there's a lot of people that struggle mentally because either they don't have the one person or they're seeking for too many or wanting so many people to be in alignment with who they are as people, what their mission is, what they're trying to do, or just get some sort of approval and validation for themselves as a human being. You may not have 30 people that love you for who you are, but if you have one, be grateful for that. Be humble about that. Understand that that is so valuable in a lot of ways. It is so valuable. Just need one. One fucking person that loves you for who you are, accepts you for who you are, supports you, has your back, is loyal, and brings the best out of you. And if you have that one person, man, just cherish them. Cherish those people. I think that's why I'm very passionate about being selective with my friends. I'm I'm super fucking picky and selective with who I want to let into my life because of that lesson right there. I just need one fucking supportive person. I guess, you know, if I have more, if I have more tens and more people that, you know, like check all my boxes in terms of the type of people that I'm looking for to, to share my life with, with all my experiences, then great. But if you have one, just be appreciative, please. Because a lot of people don't even have one. Keep that in mind. All right, well, for the grand finale, you guys obviously know what this fucking lesson is going to be. Lesson number 22, focus on finding what you really, really want to do in this life. What do you want to do? Where do you, what do you see your vision as? What do you see as yourself doing? What, what, what do you think will bring you the most fulfillment and peace and calmness? The thing that you will be obsessed with, that you won't get tired of doing. If you can't fucking find that, if you don't check in with yourself, if you don't ask yourself, is this time being spent on something you genuinely enjoy? Define it for yourself very, very specifically in terms of the vision in 10, 20, 30, 40 years. What do you want your life to look like in those periods of your life? Do you want to be traveling? Do you want to have kids? Do you want to have a wife? Do you want to be working a great job? Do you want to be building a a business, the next Apple, the next Google. You want to do charity work. You want to become a teacher. You want to become a lawyer. You want to engineer new things. You want to code. You want to build apps. You want to build websites. You want to save people lives, save people's lives by becoming a doctor, or you just want to make 100k a year selling socks online. What do you want? What do you want your life to genuinely look like? And have it be an ideal. Dream. Have a vision. Why don't more people have a vision and dream and allow themselves to be a little bit more delusional? It makes me delusional thinking about why people are not more delusional. If something isn't for you, just do something else. Find something else. Try it for a couple of years. And if you don't like it, then move on to something. Because life is long, but life is also short, man. Like I said in one of my lessons, you have 80 fucking years. You don't matter. You won't know. If you don't fucking try, if you don't just do something else, time isn't going to wait for nobody. The sun ain't going to stop for nobody. The moon, the fucking sun, the planets, the galaxies, the stars, the comets, the buses, cars, 
people, drama, shows, movies, TVs, all like YouTube, all this shit isn't going to stop for no one. It's just going to keep on going. The years are just going to keep going by. Find and focus on what you really want to do with your life. That is my 22nd lesson. Those are my 22 lessons in 22 years as I turn 22 today. Well, yesterday now because we're 11 minutes past 12. So yeah, guys. If any of you guys wished me who listened to this pod a happy birthday, I appreciate you so much. Thank you so much. You mean the world to me. You sit there and you listen to my ugly ass, nasty ass voice talk into this microphone, hoping to give more than I can get. And I appreciate you. I thank you so much for it. And this last year has been the biggest year of self-growth and learning for me and realizing the areas of my life where I need to improve, where I must improve and I have to improve. With all that being said, I am grateful for everyone who is joining me on the journey. Everything that my life is today, it is a culmination of my experiences, but also the past 157 days, the positive emotions, the energy that I felt from doing this. My work right now is bringing me energy. It is a result of you just sitting there and listening, and I can't thank you enough. If you wish me happy birthday, thank you. All right, y'all. That's all I have for you guys today. Take care. Tell someone that you love them, and go do something nice for someone today because they genuinely deserve it. I will see you guys tomorrow. Y'all are the best. Peace.